Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein, and today I'm delighted to have Thierry Molpile, Executive Vice President of Strategy and Product Management at Altiostar, with us. Welcome, Thierry, to the program. Thank you. So, Terry, why don't we just start with a background on Altiostar and how your company fits within the comms infrastructure arena? Sure. So, the leadership team at Altiostar have already done something quite similar years ago, where there was a transition from 2G to 3G, from voice to voice plus data. And we saw at that time the need to create a new network element, which is a packet core. And Starrant Networks was founded as a startup with the vision to be able to completely change the performance and the economics that will be required when the mobile network will have to support voice and data. And this is what we did. We went IPO in 2007, and then the company was acquired by Cisco at the end of 2009. And so now Altio Star, which was founded 2011, but the real start of the company was in 2013, Part of the leadership team left Cisco to incubate Altiostar, and Cisco has been a major investor at the beginning of the life of the company. And it took the last five, six years for the company to go from the vision to develop the technology, as well as what is the most interesting part, I think, from what Altiostar is doing, which is really to come up with a completely new business model and new economics for the next generation of mobile network. So starting with the packet core and now just continuing the journey by disaggregating the other element of the radio access network. Can you talk a little bit about what are the unique challenges of the radio access network and how you've approached them in Altiostar? Uh, it's very clear. If operators and other ecosystem participants wants to fully embrace and fully take advantage of 5G, the traditional model is becoming you know, obsolete. So it's very clear that there's a need to bring innovation and to create a new economic model. So that's one key driver. Today, the RAN has been designed still by kind of a mainframe type of architecture, which is proprietary with closed interfaces. Even if it's standard-based, Everyone knows that each vendor has its own implementation. So you cannot, you know, today you have a network built for in one single country. We'll have to divide a region for Nokia, a region for Ericsson, another region for, for Huawei. So for us, it was very clear that if we could, through software innovation, disaggregate, open this part of the network. Second, we are very confident and we're confident that the hardware, I think Intel has been playing a major role in to enable this, is we were quite convinced that we reach a point that there is and there will be going forward hardware that will have the price performance ratio to be able to support the software that we are developing, which is very interesting and very new that we are able to put the software on off-the-shelf Intel-based technology. And this is something which allows us to have a solution that meets the requirements of not just you know, 4G, but also, more importantly, for 5G. You know, obviously, open source is an important tenant, but also just industry standard hardware as well. Why is that a key focus for this, and what does that provide in terms of benefit to operators? So it's very clear that the scale, so if you're able to leverage hardware, which is going to be used for many, many different applications. So you have, on the one end, 
the scale effect that you can have access to a supply chain which is very competitive but also very open. And the second thing that we know that historically there have been a very interesting cost curve where every you know, 18 months to apply more slow to this telco radio access network domain, which uh, has not been the case until now. So I think the operators and the ecosystem are going to benefit from the scale and the velocity that is introduced by successive generation of innovation on the processing side, CPU, as well as on other elements of the hardware. And obviously, if you have a software-centric architecture, this is much easier to have to create this flexibility in the way you design, so it's more dynamic. We are able to bring more automation. So this is a combination of all those different elements that put together are creating something which is very, very innovative and very attractive. It's a much simpler network, open supply chain, as well a network that you can really automate with a completely new operating model. And this is what basically Rakuten is doing in Japan, is putting in place a completely different approach of building a mobile network. Now, when you look at that value proposition, obviously our operators are starting from a position of legacy infrastructure. So how do you work with them to build a model to migrate to open VRAN architectures and what is the process by which they go through that? What we see, there's going to be more than just Rakuten in Japan. We see, and obviously it's very public now, with what DISH will probably do in the U.S. market, but there are going to be other greenfield, other new entrants in many major markets. I think there will be at least four or five as of today, which have been uh, clearly identified where there will be a new entrant. So that's very disruptive on its own because for the existing operators in such markets, you know, they will have to react. But what has been very interesting for us, and we do understand that for operators who have legacy networks and their own operating model, the challenge is not so much we are going to virtualize the mobile network going forward. So I think one challenge is if you virtualize, you have to virtualize with open interfaces. So if you really want to extract all the value of this architecture, it means that it has to be not just virtualized, but open. So that's from the technology point of view. But what we see before 5G will really happen at scale and also with the standalone, which will definitely be the architecture that will provide all the new benefits of 5G, there is tremendous, there's a long tail with 4G, and we see major operators who have still a lot to do with 4G. And they have decided not to wait for 5G, and they have decided to deploy for densification, for additional coverage. There are some markets where there are still a lot of sites that they need to build or for new spectrum or new use cases. So there's what we call in our strategy Greenfield, a new operator like Rakuten, and Brownfield will be the more traditional operators. What we see many of the traditional operators is implementing what we call green on brown. So they are starting to implement this open VRAN architecture for specific use cases or specific needs, and it allows them also to start to introduce a new operating model. And, uh, and the most important aspect of the operating model is definitely around the open supply chain. So they are able to procure now part of the RAN domain in very different ways than they have been doing so far, which was to buy everything from one vendor. So we see definitely an acceleration, especially in the last with the six to nine months, to go with this new approach, which is, a, again, not just a new technology introduction, it's a new business model. 
That's fantastic. Now, I know that you guys have been working with Intel on this, and you were recently recognized as a Winner's Circle recipient in our Intel Network Builders program. Can you tell me a little bit about why that collaboration is important and how it reflects the broader business opportunity that you've been talking about today? Yeah, so Intel is a very, very important, very strategic partner to us because things go hand in hand. So we are pushing the envelope on the software. But to do that, we rely on the most advanced technology that could be available in order to meet the requirement in terms of you know, real-time traffic uh, management, uh, acceleration that is required for this type of application. So it's a very demanding, and it's not easy. Uh, it took for Altiostar, people should realize the investment that has been made over those last five, six years by Altiostar. We have spent more than $200 million, not just to develop the software, but also to do a huge investment in QA. But this will not have been our own part of this effort can only be materialized if we have next to us very important partners which are bringing the other elements. So we are pushing the envelope as well with Intel, for sure, because this is a kind of a new application. But it has been a great collaboration. And I think if we look at what is in front of us, we see an acceleration and the velocity of the innovation that we are bringing to the market, because it is done in an open supply chain fashion, is very, very powerful. And what we are creating here, there's a lot of innovation in the U.S., but we have not been able to put this together to the point where we could, you know, in this market where there's honestly not enough vendors left, you know, there is Nokia and Ericsson and Huawei. But we are going to open up the market by creating more choices for the operators with this open. And this is what Intel is bringing to us because Intel is bringing its own ecosystem of companies who have adopted this technology. And that's creating more choices for the operators, and you can drive the innovation and the cost curve, the price performance curve, much faster. So I think we've probably sparked a lot of interest online as folks are listening to this podcast. How can folks engage with the LTSR team to learn more about the solutions you're delivering and potentially talk about a POC or trial of a particular deployment? We are available for engaging with different participants of the ecosystem. Uh, Nopoti will have a significant presence at Mobile World Congress Americas, which is going to happen in October in Los Angeles. So that will be a great opportunity for people who have an interest to know more about the company and our solution and also the progress we are making with operators around the globe. That's a great opportunity to engage with us. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. 